3: How y'all are, as we say, down in Cajun land. Glad to have y'all here with me tonight. Andrea K in the house, dynamite in a dress. You know, what, you know what's busting through? I bust through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy every night on the Andrea Kay show, but I'm proud tonight. It may be a new year, but I say you still got to do you. And one of the things I am is I'm a baker. I love to bake, and I'm proud tonight that I think some, some, some boys here at the station are unbuttoning the the top button on their pants tonight because I might be busting through some waistlines with my salted caramel cookies that I brought to the station tonight. I'm seeing some thumbs up here. Glad to have you all here with me. We're in celebratory mode because it is Friday Eve. And there's always, in spite of anything that's happening today, we're going to get into all of it tonight because today marked a new Congress. Uh, and I got to thinking about all the happenings with that. It's what's old is old again. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how... The conservatives are being fed lies. Steve Dace, who formerly had a nationally syndicated radio show, now he's got a hot TV show on CRTV, is going to be here to talk about the GOP and how they're failing conservatives. we got to talk about that because we, we got to be looking towards 2020, and we've got to understand the mistakes of the past. Then, a little bit later in the show, Michael Doherty is back. And he's a cybersecurity, cyber intel guy with a story that I'm not hearing enough people talking about, really anybody talking about today. And that is the fact that hackers are threatening to reveal some confidential documents related to 9-11. And you know, you Andrea Acacia listeners, that I am disturbed with the fact, particularly given today, and I'll mention why, what the two have to do together, today's new Congress, as well as the fact that we have forgotten about 9-11 in this country. Every year on 9-11, people do that hashtag, never forget. Well, we have forgotten. And so we need to keep the focus on 9-11 and the threats that we face as a country. And that includes our borders. And a border issue. I want to hear from you guys. 888 344 1170. If you'd like to be a part of the show, that's 888 344 1170. In spite of the fact that we've got great guests on the show tonight, I still want to hear from you and your thoughts on what you think. We still got a showdown, a game of chicken going on involving this border. Both sides have said that they are not going to crack. And um, do you think which side is going to blink? And what do you think's gonna happen here? And the man who's here to take your calls as well as keep the show rolling is none other than DJ Carrot Sticks. Love San Diego. I have so many friends in San Diego. My best
4: friend. He goes by DJ Carrot Sticks. <laughs> oh so nice of Trump to give me a shout out.
3: I know. Who Pretty knew awesome? He, yeah, who knew he was such a fan of yours? Big fan. Yeah, huge, baby. Huge. And
4: I'm a big fan of those cookies, and I'm glad you don't say caramel. Yeah, it's caramel.
3: It's caramel. Who, who, who's? It? Yeah, no, no. It's caramel, baby. And I love me some salted caramel. Pretty soon, I'm going to have to bring in my world-renowned. If it makes it here, my white velvet cake. You heard me. My white velvet cake with two inches thick of homemade caramel frosting on it. You're
5: gonna have to call me DJ Diabetes.
3: <laughs> um, I'm sure that, uh, like me, you've been called worse things, particularly by your liberal friends, because they don't like to hear the truth, right? Yeah, and the truth is that we need this border to protect the American people. How is it that we have, how is this even an argument going on in this country? That we are arguing over this, did we not, to the American people, how is it that the American people right now are not ringing Pelosi's phone off the hook, demanding that instead of coming out on day one, Of this Congress, day one, they've come out with articles of impeachment. Day one, they've come out with wanting to raise taxes, wanting to add more money to Planned Parenthood. How is it that the American people are not ringing the phone off the hook to say, if you care, all these people yammering about the shutdown, which doesn't really affect anybody except people wanting to go to Joshua Tree. How, How can you not, when you know... That a legal immigrant, if you care about immigration in this country, you care about immigrants, how is it that the, the American people are not ringing the phone off the hook when we had a legal immigrant, a minority, cop, gunned down in the streets? How are you not on the phone with your members of Congress demanding border security? Why are you listening to her instead of Brandon Judd, who is the head of the Border Patrol Association? Here's what he has to say.
6: My name is Brandon Judd. I'm the president of the National Border Patrol Council. I've been a Border Patrol agent for 21 years. I can personally tell you from the work that I have done on the southwest border, that physical barriers, that walls actually work. You hear a lot of talk from the expert that, you hear a lot of talk that there are experts that say that walls don't work. I promise you that if you interview Border Patrol agents, they will tell you that walls work. I worked in Naco, Arizona for 10 years. We didn't have physical barriers in NACO, and illegal immigration and drug smuggling was absolutely out of control. We built those walls, those physical barriers, and illegal immigration dropped exponentially. Anywhere that you look where we have built walls, they have worked. They have been an absolute necessity for Border Patrol agents in securing the border. We need those physical barriers, and we appreciate President Trump and all of his effort.
3: Right. Walls work, and they know that walls work. That's why they don't want it. How is it that the American people are not getting this? i am really got to scratch my head and, fi- and to try to figure out why the American people, did they really give control of the House back to the Democrats? Because what are we looking at? Everything old is, is old again. Nancy Pelosi, and I'm not even just talking about the fact that she's 78 years old. But look at what they're trying to do to us. They're trying to once again, here they are with wanting to stampede us on the way to Venezuela. And Mitch McConnell, who could have gotten the ball the the wall funded by going nuclear, oh we've got we can't change the rules. That's so ungentlemanly. Well, what is one of the first things that the Democrat Congress did today? Pass legislation that involves new rules. Three Republicans voted for it by the way. What else is new? Gee is it new that we had anti-semitic anti-Israel muslims one of which who was sworn into office on the Quran is that new actually that's not even new either because Keith Ellison we've already had a democrat an anti-jewish anti-semitic democrat congressperson what may be new here is that one of the muslims who became a congressperson today was married to her brother for 8 years in some type of immigration scam that was going on. This is what this is what's now our new Congress? It's it's shameful that this is our Congress. Imagine though, what what would America be like if 2 years ago on day 1 of a Republican Congress, on day 1 of a Republican Congress, had we had legislation brought forth to repeal and replace Obamacare? like they were supposed to do. They had a lot of notice because they were, they were given control of the House in 2014 to seal the border and to repeal and replace Obamacare. They had a lot of time to get it ready to go and it should have come day one. Imagine if in addition to border wall funding, on day one they'd come forth with immigration legislation that involved the end of birthright citizenship, that involved making sure that no even legal immigrant would be granted the right to vote for at least 15 years because anybody coming into this country Who's brand new to this country has never been a part of the system. We've got American system, citizens that don't understand the value of our free market system, that don't know the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. We got enough dumb Americans voting. We don't need people coming here from ratty systems of socialism, failed systems from around the world voting. We also we we also could have used that immigration new immigration legislation to involve voter ID. To involve making sure that no illegals in this country were able to, to vote at any point. Imagine if we had had a Republican party that was, that had legislation ready to go day one that actually cut spending like they were supposed to do. Oh, Speaker Ryan, he's just this wonky little dude who's just this, this, this fiscal economic hawk. Are you kidding me? They grew this government more than any Democrat did. And lying to us. As a result of it, is it any wonder that he went out today with only 12% approval? My question is, who is this 12%? Who thinks that dude did a good job? So really, nothing's new here. There's nothing new with with the the Democrats, with what they're trying to do in terms of transforming us, blowing up the government, trying to turn us into Venezuelan. There's nothing new, really, in in the Republican Party. What's disturbing is, is there's really nothing new here. But the good news is, is that we still have a President Trump who says, I'm digging my heels in and I am going to get my border wall. We still have the control of the Senate. Of course, they're weak need They're not willing to do what the Democrats would do if they had control. They'd go nuclear and they would pass their agenda items through. But at least we've got the firewall. We don't have our border wall yet fully funded, but we have our firewall as President Trump. Now, joining me next is Steve Dace, who's got uh, the hot TV show on CRTV, and he's got a book out called Truth Bombs in which he talks about the Republican Party and why they're not willing to support conservatism. And I think that we need to, you know, I, 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 am, I am a conservative. I support President Trump, but I am not in support of the Republican Party that has refused refused to fulfill the will of the people and their own and betrayed their own voters. And we've got two years in which we can begin to hold the Republican Party accountable. Stay tuned. You're going to hear Steve Dace on the other side of the break.
2: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at
3: Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Don't let your assets paid off or not go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y Law dot com. HatleyLawGroup.com. HatleyLawgroup.com.
0: After record highs in the stock market, we're feeling the rumblings of a market correction. Dennis Prager here. Don't be caught unaware. Protect your hard-earned money so you can have the retirement you've always dreamed of having. Call W.L. Roth & Associates. They're focused on helping you keep the money you've worked so hard to save and grow. They'll take away the risk of investing while giving you all the upside of the returns. You can't control the market, but W.L. Roth & Associates help you control your investments. Schedule your complimentary consultation with W.L. Roth & Associates. Find out how to guarantee you won't lose any money with market corrections. Call 858-673-7574. That's 858-673-7574. Or go to wlrothassociates.com. W.L. Roth & Associates, your partner for success. 858-673-7574
4: specializing in IRA, 401k conversion, revocable trust planning, and how to build a tax-free nest egg for retirement without risk.
6: Sell your home for top dollar quickly and smoothly. Call Julie Jules Real Estate. Julie has sold over 800 homes using proven marketing strategies and home staging to enhance your home's appeal, entice more buyers, and get you more money than other agents by far.
7: Hi, I'm Julie Jules. I'd love to give you a free home staging consultation. Just give me a call at 619 992
8: Seventy-one thirteen.
6: call for your free home staging consultation moving out moving up or moving in call julie jewels 619-992-7113 fm 96.1 am
0: 1170 the answer
2: you're listening to the andrea k show on the answer san diego
3: welcome back to the andrea k show 888-344-1170 if you'd like to chime in on the show um Joining me now before the break, I was talking about everything old is old again. From you know the today's now speaker Pelosi, she's back to the sh- same old shenanigans and the game playing that's going on between uh, the Democrats and the the phony Republicans that are not ha- that squandered the last two years in which they had full control of the House as well as the White House and still failed to fulfill uh, the will of the people. So I'm really glad to have my next guest with me to continue that discussion, Steve Dace from the hot TV show on CRTV, and he's got his fifth book out uh, called Truth Bombs, Confronting the Lives Conservative believe, uh, Conservatives Believe to Our Own Demise. Hi, Steve. Welcome to the Andrea K Show.
8: Hey, Andrea. How are you? Thanks for having me.
3: Well, I'm glad. To, uh, I'm, I'm good, thanks. Um, of course, I'm frustrated, like so many Republicans who actually mm-hmm. believed that, uh, I guess, we believe the lies. The lies told by Paul Ryan, who left with his tail tucked to, to go home to his, his house that's with a, surrounded by a wall with 12 percent approval. Um, I don't know who the 12 percent who approved to him. But, you know, here we sit <laughs> two years in and we ain't got a few of our agenda items, Steve. What gives?
8: Well, I think what gives is, you know, Donald Trump is a great clarifier, Andrea. And I think what you've watched play out the last few weeks is is why for our, our friends on the left who don't understand why uh, Trump has a loyal base of support within the Republican base, um, it, it's because of, of what's gone down here the last couple of weeks. Whatever you think of Donald Trump, he is the only Republican in power in Washington, D.C. And I don't mean in office. I mean in power, in leadership, someone who can move an agenda. All right, He is the only Republican in power in Washington who is sensitive to criticism from his base. So when it looked like he was going to cave with another sort of continuing resolution that he vowed earlier uh, last year, he'd never do again and wasn't going to get any concessions from Democrats at all. And he starts getting criticized by some of his most respected uh, advocates like, say, Rush Limbaugh and others. And lo and behold, the president is sensitive to that criticism and says, you know what? Uh, No deal here, Howie Mandel. Uh, And left the Republicans who do nothing but deal with Democrats, as in give them most of what they want, kind of left them uh, stunned over Christmas that they were actually have to work more than three days a week. Whereas the Republicans you mentioned, like Paul Ryan, uh, Kevin McCarthy will now talk conservative despite his 30 percent liberty score at conservative review. Uh, These guys, they've, they've done the math and they've decided they can screw audiences like yours any which way but loose. And then every other November, scream, but the Democrats, and you'll come hither and vote for them no matter... How bad they screw you, mm-hmm. and so they don't care what you think. That's the reality.
3: Well, conservatives, conservatives are the new black, really. I mean, you know, just like the Democrats took the African American vote for granted, they're taking the conservative vote for granted. But we're really stuck in a pickle going into the midterms because, you know, in order to you know preserve our beloved president, who is the only one fighting for us, we felt like we had to go out and try to vote for Republicans. Although I think that that there's and there's a whole lot of from the ballot harvesting. There's a lot of reasons why the Democrats took control the house but i've been saying from day one how do we the question for you steve is what do we do because how do we hold republicans accountable it's the same republicans that we need they're running for re-election and we need them to preserve president trump what do we do we're kind of caught between a hard place
8: well one of the things i talk about in my book is is your frustration there is currently not a national platform for people like you andrea and audiences like yours Meaning there is no vehicle, no matter how many books people like me sell, no matter how many viewers people like Tucker Carlson have, uh, no matter how many listeners folks like you have, there is no vehicle for then the people that read books like mine or watch shows like mine or Tucker's or listen to shows like yours. There is no vehicle for them then to take the, the content we produce for them that they consume and, have, and for these millions of people to then turn around and implement it into a policy agenda. They have no standing in any national political party that will act on it. And so the, the first thing that has to happen here ultimately is conservatives need to change the way they view the Republican Party. Uh, they, need to get, they need to cease having a relational um, connection to the party and have a transactional one. Meaning, this is really simple. If you do what I want you to do, I will vote for you. If you don't, I won't. And then ultimately, if you have to make the decision that the Democrats are essentially Communist Party USA, and so you're willing to vote Republican to provide nothing more than a speed bump from their, uh, you know, sprint towards Gamora, so be it. But I think the, I think this has to begin psychologically. We get, you know, Terrell Owens once famously said, the NFL football player, Mm -hmm. "That's my team. That's my quarterback." we got to stop looking at the Republican Party that way and realize that, it, that this is the Reagan era and all the nostalgia, all of that is gone, that it is merely a transactional vehicle. And if we can't cross that first threshold, and there's really no chance to hold them accountable at any level whatsoever.
3: Well, I think you're right. And that's one of the reasons why when I, I actually come from corporate America and I was actually inspired to start doing a show when I read Mark Levin's book, Liberty and Tyranny, because he called on the average Americans. He said, look, the the average, average conservative is out building businesses and doing other things like my career in corporate America. And meanwhile, the left has, has cleverly taken over education system, the media and, and Hollywood. And so, you know, and so when I started my show and that was the impetus for me, to do it. And when I started my show, I said, I don't advocate for party or Paul, I advocate for ideas and for conservative. I have no emotional attachment to the party or any politician, including President Trump, which is why at times I've been, I didn't want him to sign that omnibus Mm -hmm. bill and trust President Trump. So I think you're absolutely right. You know, we need to, we need to fight for this country and fight for conservatism. And I don't care. I don't have any attachment to Daryl Issa or anybody else who, who, who currently is in office. We need to start holding them accountable. But it's tough because if we want to preserve and keep President Trump in in the White House. We've been forced to hold our nose for people that really needed to go by the wayside. And but I think that you're right. The first step has to come from not holding them emotional. Uh, you know, uh, not having an emotional connection, and telling them you're going to start fulfilling your campaign promises, or I'm not going to give you another dime.
8: That's exactly right. And I, I don't. I don't want to. I want to make sure your audience doesn't realize what you just said is not trite whatsoever. That it seems like an elementary thing, a, a first step kind of thing. But in the reality, that the reality is. What we have right now in American politics is we don't have a two-party system. We have dueling vested interests of identity politics. It's just that the Democrats have have have, have cast their identity politics as uh, racial or sexual or gender, if they even still believe in that last one. And on the right, they have they have cast it as um, the well, you know, I'm a, it's the Republican Party. That's our only hope. That's the only chance we have. It's the GOP it is god's own party and this has created sort of a self fulfilling prophecy where there 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 is no way no market that were anything any alternative to the republican party could reasonably a rise to the occasion because there's no platform for it to be competitive, which is ironic because so many re- conservatives are free market people that believe in competition, mm-hmm. and yet there's resistance to creating any competition to the Republican Party. So you know from your background in corporate America, Andrea. let me use an anecdote from my hometown. One theater, movie theater company here in Des Moines where I live, when I first moved here, owned all the movie theaters, and they all sucked. And they were run down, dilapidated, and the technology, for, it was, this was in 1995, it was from 1985. All of a sudden, another major theater company started saying, you know, we're looking at Des Moines as a test market we're going to come in and build a brand new state of the art theater. What do you think the previous monopoly theater owner company did when they were threatened with that competition? What do you think they did? Would, they modernized yeah. every theater they had in town, right? Yeah, okay? suddenly they found it some money no for
3: competition. Yeah, suddenly they found some money for investment. But do you but since both yes. parties have really in their one, one party rule really set up the rules of engagement to really deny a, a good third party run, I think President Trump's the only one who could actually launch it. I mean, do you really think that that maybe the strategy should be? Because a lot of people are like, maybe it's time for a third party. Have they really hamstrung a good th- third party to the point to where it wouldn't even force their hand at this point?
8: Well, see, I think this is the secret sauce of Trump's success. And and I saw this when I was working with the, the Cruz campaign in the last primary cycle. The secret sauce of Trump's success is that he's actually been running a third, when he's at his best, he has ran, and he's really been a de facto third party candidate. Mm-hmm. And, and I go back to right before Christmas, and it right before it looked like he was gonna cave on the omnibus, and then he altered course, and then he and I don't I don't care for the way it was announced over Twitter as opposed to a national conversation, but then he talked about pulling out of Syria. In other words, he, he got back to attacking the shibboleths of Washington, which mm-hmm. two of them right now are you know endless spending and the other one is endless war in Muslim lands. And and maybe his solutions aren't perfect, maybe they could be refined. But, he, but he, here he used the, the platform in the perch of the presidency, Andrea, to at least spark the conversation that the average everyday American is sitting at home and thinking, the system doesn't care what I think. They don't listen to me. And all of a sudden now here is Donald Trump poking the bear and prompting those questions. I think what we're, what, if, if, you, if you consider yourself in Trump's base, mm-hmm. I think I would encourage him to more and more buck the Republican leadership in Washington, to more and more put them on the spot to more and more call them out, to more and more make them uncomfortable, because while maybe you and I right now don't have a platform or nationally to put pressure on them, and it's really not realistic to challenge a lot of these people in primaries. I've been involved in a lot of primary campaigns around the country and lost almost every one of them. Okay? Mm-hmm. But what is realistic is getting Donald Trump to, to kick over the hornet's nest, and get him to do it and now with the government shut down and most of america doesn't care because most of america doesn't need the government Mm -hmm. you're seeing that when he uses his platform to poke the bear uh the bear hibernates it has no answer there because the because this is a scam that they've been running in washington it's been gangster government for years
3: uh do you think uh, we've only got a couple minutes left how how do you see this playing out with the wall do you think that he can poke the bear of McConnell and make McConnell finally go nuclear? And although now that bill is that bill is passed, how do you see this playing out? And what do you think? How should Trump play his hand here?
8: Well, I think the. Uh, uh, enablers here in that they've got three members, uh, maybe four, if you count Beto O'Rourke, four members of Congress who are going to be running for president and are kind of running right now. And they have no incentive to say, yeah, we gave Trump a billion or two for his wall to get the government open. Andrea, that won't be an applause line at any Democratic Party gathering in the country. So uh, I I don't see right now for the foreseeable future what the Democrats could offer that Trump could take and not look like you had lost the battle and what Trump could offer. And the Democrats don't look like they've caved. So Mitch McConnell really has no room to cave here because it's really in neither the Democrats nor Trump's political best interest right now to do so
3: so we're at a stalemate we'll have to see what happens um but your book is uh, truth bombs confronting the lies conservatives believe to our own demise yeah the we the conservatives need to need to i I know that we can't really do good primary challenges but you know we actually 49 or so republicans are gone now we now we're not going to be dealing with it primary uh primary incumbents but we can start developing good candidates in the next two years and candidates that are true conservatives and maybe maybe that's the focus that we need to put on but everybody needs to read your book and tell everybody how they can see your show as well as hear your podcast
8: best thing to do if you want to subscribe to the podcast it's on itunes stitcher google play spotify you can subscribe at the blaze use my name as a promo code uh dace d-e-a-c-e you get me mark levin glenn beck the whole team for a pretty low rate and the book is uh, pre-orders right now it released on the 15th at amazon.com and it'll be bookstores nationwide on uh, January 15th as well, Andrea. Thanks for having me tonight.
3: Well, thank you for being here and thank you for, thank you for all you're doing uh, fighting for conservatism and we appreciate your voice in that. Thanks so much.
8: Thank you, Andrea. Take care. God bless.
3: All right, you too. All right, now stay tuned because we got more Andrea K. Show coming up as well as the fact that hackers are threatening to expose some documents and some confidential documents on nine eleven and 888-344-1170 if you would like to chime in. We had some callers earlier, um, but with my guest, I couldn't take those calls, but we'll make time for calls later on in the show, so call back.
2: Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. The goal of your small
6: business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at A.V. Arias Company, your small business tax specialists, 619-296-2123, 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com.
0: FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego, The Answer.
1: Larry Elder here. Folks, in our country, people are living in two different worlds. About half believe the Russian collusion narrative that most media organizations are pushing, while the real scandal is Spygate, where Obama administration officials actively colluded with the campaign of Hillary Clinton and foreign governments to affect the outcome of the 2016 presidential election. Half of all Americans don't know the truth. But you can help solve the division with the facts and details you read in the Epic Times newspaper, sharing them with friends and family. The Epic Times reports the true and untold story of collusion in the Spygate scandal. And now they've also charted it out on a limited edition poster sized wall chart that exposes every illegal relationship. It helps you explain the truth. You can get a copy free when you subscribe to the Epic Times for just $1 for the first month by logging on to TrustedNewspaper.com. That's TrustedNewspaper.com. Reporting the important news avoided by the other media. TrustedNewspaper.com. That's TrustedNewspaper.com.
0: Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple Steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites, We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose.
2: An extraordinary adventure to Israel can be yours. Join the Stand with Israel tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. FM 96.1 AM
0: 1170. The Answer.
2: You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego.
3: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. 888 344 1170. If you would like to chime in on any of the topics of the day, uh, my next guest is Michael Doherty. He's, uh, he's a cybersecurity and tech analyst and director of the National Cybersecurity Society. Uh, big story, t- in my opinion, involves uh, hackers threatening to release 9 11 documents. But before we go to Michael Doherty, I'm going to go to the phones with caller Al who's on the line. He's got a, a question regarding the 2020. And yeah, the 2020 campaigns are already begun. Uh, oh, okay. Different, different Al. Hey, Al, my buddy Al. Welcome back to the Andrea yeah. K. Show. Al Haname.
2: Oh, hi. Yeah. You know, people
8: are going back and forth about the reasons Democrats are digging in so hard against Trump's wall, mm-hmm. but it's not what they say. Sure, it's, it's, uh, they know it works and everything else, but but the real reason is they voted for it before, so that proves that they want to stop Trump from uh, succeeding on his election promise. That's the reason, because they know it'll guarantee his election if, if he gets the wall up. Uh, It'll bring everybody in.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, they know that Trump's Trump's ability to get reelected in 2020 depends on his fulfillment of his his major campaign signature issues, one of which was build the wall. But it's a twofer for them. They can take down Trump as well as continue to expand their dependency class uh, for votes, which is one of no wall and no voter I.D. It's kind of a twofer for them. Al, thank you for calling in and being a dedicated listener to the show. Uh, yep. So, so this morning I find out that there's hackers threatening to reveal secret data about nine eleven, and I don't know. I, I, I had to I had to have on Michael Doherty, cybersecurity tech analyst. He's been on the show before. He's national cyber director of the National Cybersecurity Society to answer why what we need to know about this issue. Hi, Michael. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show.
4: How are you, Andrea? Thanks for having me
5: back.
3: Well, I'm glad to have you with me. Um, I continue to lament the fact that we have forgotten about 9/11, the greatest attack on American soil since Pearl Harbor, and it actually resulted in more deaths not just on that day, but then you know subsequently. And uh, American people don't seem to be interested in it, but they, I guess there are some hackers that are. They've threatened to reveal secret data. What are they going to? What are they threatening to reveal?
4: Well, this is the ultimate manipulation. I mean. It, I think they've taken a, a lesson from the left on, on just emotional pot-stirring and, and half-truthing. Notice we're saying it's secret. Well, of course, everything you hack hack is secret. And they're playing the conspiracy theorists. Um, they're trying to drive up the value. They're uh, going after, you know, exposing insurance. And, and that's, that's proprietary information. You have a fiduciary duty when you're a law firm insurance carrier doing all this. So... They're just driving attention. Now, so let me just cut to the quick here. It's, do I think they're going to show that the Bush administration knew about it and Rosie O'Donnell's correct? No. Okay.
7: Because that continues that's...
3: to still be, continue to hear about that because the farther oh, we, yeah, the farther we get away from 9-11, I mean, today we had, we had a woman who draped herself in the Palestinian flag on the night of the elections, dancing around an anti-Semitic, you know, woman take, you know, take the oath today on, on the Quran. How can we be at this point 15 years later? And if they can seal the deal and get Americans to believe it was an inside job, then man, it's permanently off the radar.
8: That's right,
4: and it's it's magical thinking, but this is the problem when you've got so many. I mean, there's always nut jobs, okay, mm-hmm. but when you've got so many people that when you've got a group of, of of politicos that do nothing but but fuel these people with these lies and stir the pot because mm-hmm. that, there's no shortage of stupidity, evidently, and then and and they listen the narrative. It, it's it's terrifying the number of people that that don't see the irony in a movement that was pro women's rights, pro civil rights, you know, pro everything and then suddenly they're whistling past the graveyard of a culture that likes to that's okay with genital mutilation. And and this type of talk and anarchy that they're willing to spin here I mean, I really think they must sit back in Moscow and Beijing and just chuckle.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, clearly they are. I mean, you know, and I t- tell you, they're chuckling over in Iran right now when they see a uh, the, the Democrat Party and Americans applauding today a woman who got elected into office who's standing next to Linda Sarsour. An anti-Semitic woman who is out here pushing for Sharia, which subjugates women, cuts off the genitals with no anesthesia, using rusty knives on little girls. I mean, talk about a win. That, As Nani Darwish said on my show, the definition of Islam is submission. And it's about conquest. And America is good loot. And here we are, handing our country over. And that's part of why they want to push this, This, um, what's the truthism crap about nine eleven? Because they really want, you know. How many Americans even even really remember, you know, nine eleven? Well, that's the other
1: point.
4: You're right. I mean, most people were. I mean, if you're 25 or younger, you were a small child and not born yet. And but 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 that's ridiculous. I mean, it's amazing how much recorded history we have, and how people aren't learning from history. It's it's terrifying how you can dumb them down and circle confuse them. We are. It's turning into a negative that we are, we are really an isolated, you know, isolated country, not in the rest of the world in the sense that it's easy to circle and fuse the masses. I think we're soft. I think that we're not educated about the real anarchy in the world. I, don't, I think we don't understand why the founding fathers uh, set the country up the way they did. And we'll lose all that. And, and the powers that be want us dumb because yeah. it's easy to lead us by the nose. And it's, it's truly terrifying. Yeah, it is terrifying.
3: Here's a, here's a terrifying story that I'm not sure if you heard about Michael. I don't know if you remember, uh, the Christian pastor who, um, uh, Raman Parsa, he was a Christian pastor who fled Iran as a religious refugee. Um, he's formerly Muslim, now a Christian. He was arrested at a, at the mall of America in Bloomington, Minnesota for, after he was asked, By some Muslim women, if he was Muslim, he said, no, he was a Christian. He had converted to Christianity. When they asked him to explain why, he ended up arrested in the United States of America for expressing his religious views.
4: Well, that's because he's in Minnesota. Which is, you know, another far left state with it barely but still allowed Al Franken to steal that Senate election years ago. This is what happens when you've got a culture of echo chamber, groupthink. And the scary part is when something happens like that that's so obviously offensive, what's terrifying is how people protect their own point of view. By looking away from that type of assault, these are the same people that are all about civil rights, and this is the irony. They hold themselves up as the nice people, Mm -hmm. the caring people, and it's gotten so intense that now they're enabling this type of vicious behavior. Because, look, the the mastery of the Muslim Muslim anarchists and all the Muslims Mm -hmm. is – they lie and wait and are as patient as can be.
3: And that's exactly what's going on here. For this man he was he says, I came to the US as a political and religious as a Christian refugee. They oppressed me for my faith in Iran. I was stabbed in Iran. He says it, the, and he ends up arrested for a private conversation. He was handcuffed to a metal chair for four hours without water and charged later charged with trespassing. In the United States of America, this should, but but the you know you're right about the echo chamber. The left doesn't care because they're so stupid, Michael, that they're thinking that the only oppression that could happen in this country is against Christians and against white people in this country. They 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 are so dumb that they don't realize that they're even leading themselves to slaughter eventually if we allow this kind of tyranny to continue to take root in this country. Final, it's, it's, final thoughts I, I really, before we have to is go. It's
4: an eye opener. When, when when the first big eye opener for me was when they re-elected Obama. I thought, oh my. God. Gosh, the masses are asses.
3: <laughs> yeah, they are. They absolutely are. When they are cheering women at a women's march, cheering a woman named Linda Sarsour, who is actually trying to launch a movement uh, to uh, that's going to destroy the lives of women around this country. Michael, thank you for being here. I appreciate it.
4: Always a blast. All Good right. luck to you. Good.
3: Take good care. Okay, now we're going to take a break. When we come back. We got more Andrea K. Show coming up. We've got another story of a military hero uh, who is facing murder charges. That's happening, and uh, more on the other side of the Andrea K. Show. And 1170 If you would like to call in, if you've got something on your mind about what do you think going to happen with this border wall, or just anything else, if you want to call in, you got a cookie idea. People are loving my salted caramel cookies here at the station. And, by the way, I have found more people that agree with me that Bird Box was dead on good movie making and a good story of survival. Well, I did say
5: 75% of people liked it. I
2: did not.
3: All right. More Andrea K Show coming up.
2: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K spelled K-A-Y-E.
1: Folks, in our country, people are living in two different worlds. About half believe the Russian collusion narrative that most media organizations are pushing, while the real scandal is Spygate, where Obama administration officials actively colluded with the campaign of Hillary Clinton and foreign governments to affect the outcome of the 2016 presidential election. Half of all Americans don't know the truth. But you can help solve the division with the facts and details you read in the Epic Times newspaper, sharing them with friends and family. The Epic Times reports the true and untold story of collusion in the Spygate scandal. And now they've also charted it out on a limited edition poster sized wall chart that exposes every illegal relationship. It helps you explain the truth. You can get a copy free when you subscribe to the Epic Times for just $1 for the first month by logging on to trustednewspaper.com. That's trustednewspaper.com. Reporting the important news avoided by the other media. Trustednewspaper.com. That's trustednewspaper.com. FM 96.1 North County.
0: AM 1170 San Diego. The answer.
3: Welcome back to tonight's Andrew Kay Show. Thank you. I usually hear a good liner talking about me eating donuts. I missed my cue. Um, Joining me now on the phone is first-time caller, I believe. Al from New Jersey is on the line. Hey, Al. Welcome to the Andre Kay Show.
5: Oh, hi there. How are you doing?
3: I'm good. How are you? I I heard good news out of New Jersey. I heard that there was some uh, gun um, order or legislation that was handed down to where they were trying to get New Jersey residents to hand over their clips or something, and and, uh, not one New Jersey gun owner came in and and coughed up their clips. Hat tip to you, Jersey gun owners.
5: I didn't hear about that yet. When did that happen?
3: I think it was like a week or so ago, Al. Oh, okay. So what's on your mind? Oh,
5: that's amazing. Yeah. Well, uh, there's an organization called Faith and Freedom Coalition. I guess you know them, right?
3: Yeah, I went to there in 2016 when President Trump was running for office. I went to the Act for America conference, and I think Faith and Freedom had their conference right after it, but I couldn't stay for the whole thing. So I think that's Tony Perkins' group, right?
5: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's nice to know. But... uh, the main question here was, is, well, the relevance is there's probably going to be a lot of people getting this in the mail. I got this in the mail. Okay. And it's a uh, questionnaire asking you how much you're supporting the Trump campaign in 2020. Okay. And then, of course, they you know, they want a little donation, right? Sure. So what I was wondering, what do you think about uh, the donation for them versus giving directly to your candidate?
3: Um, I think that that's an interesting question. I'd have to want to know more about what that organization was going to do with the money. I do think that yeah. evangelicals turned towards Trump in a way that they did not towards Mitt Romney. And I think it was real perplexing to the left why that was, because, you know, Mitt Romney was this squeaky clean guy who had never been accused of any <laughs> a, any untoward behavior with his wife or whatever. And I think they failed to realize that, uh, first of all, we had Paula White, President Trump's spiritual advisor and pastor, who's been – Pastor White's been – uh ministering to him for many years uh, we're all sinners and one of the things that Christians understand is we're all sinners and we all fall short of the glory of God but but uh, president Trump one of the reasons why evangelicals turned towards president Trump is that they saw that unlike Mitt Romney this was a man that understood the re- the reason why we needed to return America to its original glory which is judeo christian values and principles and traditions and president Trump the most pro life president we've had in our in our lifetime my lifetime at least as well yeah, as, uh, yeah, right. he also understands evangelicals understand the need uh, for individual liberty, that our rights come from God, not from man. And President Trump supports that more than Mitt Romney or any other, including uh, George W. Bush and, and 41. So I think I would want to know more. I certainly don't I, – as I said earlier in the show when I was talking to Steve Dace, I believe that we should um, hold our money – withhold our contributions to Republicans that are not fulfilling their campaign promises. President Trump is. So oh, yeah, I would either right. give to – yeah, I would either give to President Trump directly, but I think that's a good organization.
5: Oh, okay. Well, that uh, that helps a little bit, yeah, because uh... – it would be better to give directly to him then, right?
3: I would give directly to him, and but I would also consider that organization because the conference that they had in D.C. was tremendous. They had great speakers from people like uh, Kirk Cameron and just a lot of Congress people and it really helped Americans the evangelicals to come out and vote for President Trump and that was not a cheap conference to put on so I would consider if I had the money I would consider giving to both President Trump and that organization Al thank you so much for calling I hope you'll call in again real soon
5: yeah sure thank you for taking the call
3: of course Ooh, a little bit of New, a New Jersey accent there towards the end love it Okay, so tomorrow, another disturbing story coming out of our military. And there was a time in which we could feel confident that our Department of Defense and our military was was the one outfit that had not been politicized. And that, sadly, is not true. Uh, Mad Dog Mattis was one of the people that that put programs in place to try to teach social justice crap and do sensitivity training in our military. So now we've got another military hero who tomorrow here in San Diego is being uh, arraigned on 14 charges, including premeditated murder of a prisoner of war, and ISIS uh, uh, fighter, as well as being charged with war crimes. What makes this story interesting is that supposedly there is a YouTube video uh, that provides evidence on camera that this ISIS warrior, this ISIS fighter, was or, had already been stabbed and was already about to die before he had been interviewed uh, and interrogated by the SEAL, whose last name is Gallagher. So it's disturbing to me that I believe, as I said before, when the first story broke uh, a couple of weeks ago of another military hero who was being charged with murder, and President Trump was entertaining, pardoning him, When it, it, if there is evidence already on file, a YouTube video that provides exculpatory evidence, I don't know how this hero was arraigned in the first place. And I believe that there is politics at play here without even seeing the evidence. And so we're going to keep watch on this story because it's tough enough to send our heroes, the best of the best, people that are risking their lives for this country, to send them over to that crappy Middle East with the rules of engagement like we talked about with Mattis under COIN to where they – as one writer put it, it's it's almost an exercise in human sacrifice the way that Mattis – Put rules of engagement in place to intentionally add on to the risk of our people for for, for political correctness. It's bad enough that we're doing that. But we're now going to charge them with with premeditated murder when there's evidence that shows that it didn't happen? That's disturbing to me. We're going to keep watch on this. And I'm hoping that President Trump will as well and will entertain a pardon for these heroes if they actually end up convicted. For this. Um, Meanwhile, you know, the left is probably, you know, happy to see a military man, you know, be convicted and sent to the brig for the rest of his life. Um, But they defend child predators. Here's a story that I found today on Twitter that uh, I think NBC is lamenting the fact that a child predator who, remember the TV show? I think it was called Predator. To To catch a predator. To catch a predator. And uh, uh, that show, which I thought was brilliant, uh, documented men, grown men coming to try to, you know, uh, prey upon young people and uh, commit acts of rape on young people. Uh, there were some suicides as a result of that. And I think that uh, the, the, those sting operations and the show was eventually taken off air. Well, this is a similar situation. There was a group that set up a sting operation and one of the men who came, to uh, thinking that he was going to go to have sex with a 14-year-old boy, ended up hanging himself. And what was in, what was uh, the response from the media outlets? To uh, attack the group that organized the stings. Not to attack anybody that was trying to go and have sex with a 14-year-old boy. That's where we're at in this country. That's where the left is at in this country. It is now to where there is a movement underway on the left to make pedophilia be just another sex orientation like being lesbian. Oh, and that reminds me, kind of similar story. Uh have you heard of Tuck buddies? Do you know what tuck buddies are?
1: Tuck?
4: No. Tuck buddies. Tucks. T U C K?
3: Yeah. Like have no idea. Like tuck your shirt in. No. Yeah. Tuck Buddies. This this uh, uh story I saw thanks to my buddies at Freedom on Deck, Chet and CV Burton. This is a line of underwear for five years, for little boys that's got extra material on it so that they can hide their boy parts. Called Tuck Buddies. And parents, you read you can go to the website and read the reviews. There are parents, "Oh, my trans daughter, this and that. When you're 4 years old, no, you are not trans when you're 4 or 5." No, no, that's when, that's when you're, you know, wanting to dress up or whatever, or like me, you know, as I talked about many times on the show, I was not interested in dolls. I'm still not. I would have loved my easy bake oven because you know, I bake, but anything girly, that just wasn't my thing until puberty kicked in. And now I'm, I'm, you know, all about my lashes as DJ carrot sticks can attest. But this is tuck buddies, a line of underwear specifically designed for little boys to hide their boy parts. And now, and then New York City, to, I think it was New York City Today announced that now uh, gender is going to be an X, where it formerly was, uh, you know, F or M, female or male. Now it's just X. I don't know. It's just, it's a sick world we're in. Um, So sick, in fact, that you can be a Democrat congressperson and you can say this in front of the NAACP. This is Hank Johnson. Let's hear his little, his little ditty today.
1: Donald Trump supporters are older, less educated, less prosperous, and they are dying early. (laughs) Their lifespans are decreasing, and many are dying from alcoholism, drug overdoses, liver disease, or simply a broken heart caused by economic despair.
3: (laughs) Say what? That's where you need to keep your say what? You got a DJ Karis Say what?
2: <laughs> I'm thinking you can't die of a broken heart.
3: Well, oh, well, your
2: heart failure, but
3: die of a broken. First of all, haven't how? First of all, I don't think he's gotten a memo, Hank. You haven't gotten a memo, my man, because you're supposed to be talking about how we're the party of the one percent. That that the Trump supporters are the party of the rich people the evil corporate business owners right the who don't care anything about the downtrodden so he's evidently missed the mark there when he's talking about how we're the less prosperous and we're dying i mean that that that's so stupid hank that you're not you're he's trying we didn't have time to play the beginning of it he starts out by talking about trump And his supporters being a bunch of racists and Nazis and this and this and this. But then he goes off the rails by saying that we're less prosperous and less educated. Because that doesn't uh, fit the narrative of the left, Hank. You're supposed to stay on point with us being the party of a bunch of old rich white people who hate the brown people coming across the border. Okay? We're the party that, that cares about the drug addicts and the alcoholics. We're not the alcoholics and the drug addicts. Although it, drug addiction right now, the scourge that is happening with fentanyl and oxycontin, that knows no bound, no barrier. That has nothing to do with economics. That crosses all socio and economic, gender, age lines. In fact, uh, you, you, go to Ohio. I mean, what is this? The Trump supporters are the only ones that are that, that are drug addicts. That, that's, that's he's. What is he on? That's my question. What you want, Hank? But of course, he's able to go there and, and say this kind of nasty, mean stuff because he's at the NAACP. And quite frankly, it's okay to say anything to accuse entire groups of people to stereotype, to make bigoted, discriminatory comments about entire groups of people in this country. If you're a conservative and if you're a Christian, if you're a Trump supporter, the left can call you anything, can say anything to you. That's where we're at. That's how you can end up being a refugee into this country, a Christian refugee from Iran, and find yourself handcuffed to a metal chair with no water for four hours for exercising your First Amendment rights in this country. That's how that can happen. This tells me that Minnesota is about to become a no-go zone. Because why was he arrested and handcuffed? Because he offended a Muslim. That's what's going on here. Now, tomorrow's Friday show. We don't have our Friday Fun Day segment planned yet. If you've got ideas, let me know. If you've got ideas for any topics, uh, go to my Facebook page and, and share that there. Also on Twitter, I'm on Insta. As well. Are you on Insta, DJ Karasix? Yes, I am. What's your handle?
2: The Native son, native son of San Diego.
3: Okay. All right. Are you going to watch any of the NFL games this weekend? I will be. You will be. I don't know. Probably because you want to see the Chargers go down, if I, I know do. you. Go right <laughs> It ain't a pro NFL thing, it's an anti Chargers thing for my man, DJ Carrot Happy Friday Eve. We'll be right back here tomorrow, on Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Love you all. Have a great night.